Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wrestling Predictcast. I am your host, the Man of Many podcast, Ben White, and joining me on the road to WrestleMania, driving the car in the fast lane, is the man who is up front, is absolutely leading the way. It's Joe. How are you, Joe? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Thank you. Feel like Tracy Chapman at the moment. All good. Nice. That's that's a popular culture reference that that's that's right there for our demographic. Thanks for that. Good edge. That's me. <laughs> And in the back of that car, squabbling with me, trying to work out who's going to be up front with Joe, is Luke. How are you, Luke? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. Very good. And that's the end of my uh, my road and car analogy. We're just going to leave it there. So, because I get absolutely sick and tired of hearing about the road to fast lane and roadblocks and all the rest of it. So, okay, um, we're going to kind of get straight into it today. Um, we, we had a bit of a weird one. We were recording this a little bit later than we normally would for our... Uh, followers and subscribers who were kind of expecting a podcast last uh, Sunday like it normally drops. Um, there were no matches as of like SmackDown uh, last Friday. We had about three matches announced and they've managed to double that at least to uh, a full six. So we've actually got something to talk about today. Um, so I'd usually ask what's the build for Fast Lane like and how, how have you appreciated the build to Fast Lane? But they seem to have forgotten there is Fast Lane. And then all of a sudden remembered, oh, actually, we should we should actually, you know, plan for a pay-per-view that's happening um, four weeks before WrestleMania. So um, instead, we'll get straight into it. Um, the way the Predict Cast works, all three of us go through the card, um, discuss the matches and um, make our predictions in an ongoing league. And like I um, alluded to at the beginning, Joe is winning that league. And we've only got Fastlane, six points up for grabs and WrestleMania, which hopefully, even if it is two nights, is going to be at least... 15 points maybe something like that we've had that in the past so all still to play for um we're going to start off with a match i think is probably not going to be a match at all randy orton versus alexa bliss a time for randy orton to kick alexa bliss out of wwe or something along those lines um who do we think is winning this one luke i'll go to you first randy orton versus alexa bliss who do you think's winning um well, I think like I said a minute ago, I don't think it's going to be actual matches. It probably said be no contest. So I don't think there will be a winner. If I chose one, it would be Alexa Bliss. Um, but I think what's actually going to happen is, you know, there's going to be some some sort of weird segment which leads to the Fiend returning. Um, and then obviously then we'll set up Fiend versus Orton for WrestleMania. So that's kind of where I see it going. I can't, I can't imagine there's going to be an actual match on this one. Fair enough. Joe, think the same thing? Um, yeah, I mean, Luke, very much you do have to make a prediction. Like you know, said, if, if, I, if I had to predict, I mean, we are <clears throat> the nature of the the, the 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 plan of what we're doing here is in the name. It's predict predicting. Can't I predict no contest? Can I get a point for that? Uh, Pulling a Joe, are we? Just making up your own predictions, making up your own rules. <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> Joe doesn't think that frigging Brock Lesnar is going to show up halfway through this and just uh-huh. uh, you know, F19 uh, Randy Orton. I'd love that though, wouldn't you? Like the the fiend demasks and is actually Brock Lesnar. That would be turn up, wouldn't it? That oh, greatest, greatest, <laughs> greatest plot twist in WWE history. Brock Lesnar's put a bit of timber on him, hasn't he? Good deal. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I think I'm I think I'm starting to skip the Alexa Bliss segments because I'm a bit. I, I'm I'm looking forward to the payoff of the story, but I'm now bored of it. Like I'm now bored of. I feel like he's been choking on black stuff for the last three weeks, and that's sort of not really i mean it's not great but it's not it's it's not really that it's just not really that interesting um they've dragged this out a long time uh, when 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 was the fiend on fire um 
I don't want to say TLC, but was it TLC? It was either TLC or the one before. It was definitely before the Rumble. It wasn't yeah. survive. It was well, it went like well, I mean, I've literally got a list of predictions right here in front of me for different pay per views we did. Um, should could probably use those. Um, well, he have faced probably beforehand. The Fiend versus Randy Orton was at TLC. That was the last time these two faced each other. So TLC, which was December. Yeah, December. I mean, we're they've done a mid- good job of keeping him off TV. Yeah, they have. But we're now mid-March, and it's now becoming a bit boring. But like, it's just like he's he is coming back, isn't he? So presumably for WrestleMania. So can't we just like like do that now rather than just sort of having Alexa Bliss swing on a swing on a swing for? Um, weeks on end. Just get. I'm. I'm. I'm a bit bored of it. I think I, I agree with Luke. I think there's no way they're going to let Randy Orton pin Alexa Bliss. Like, just, just not very. It's not the visual that WWE wants, is it? So if we're picking a winner here, it's Alexa Bliss. Do you want to see the Fiend at Fastlane, or is that something you keep for Mania? I think personally, you do. I think you. T- I think it, I would. I, do you know what I would do? I would do. I think you. I think you show him. I think the interest about the fiend is his entrance and all that. And maybe you don't give the full WrestleMania spectacle entrance, but you do something or tease his new look or his new darker mask or his new whatever or his blood coming out of his ears or black stuff coming out of his mouth or whatever it's going to be doing. And then and then you see you don't see the full reveal until WrestleMania. That's what I would do. Fair enough. Yeah. I agree. I think to to build to wrestle to to build to the match of WrestleMania, you need him to appear before then. So um, I think Fast Lines are like Bins is only four weeks away. It's a perfect chance to do it rather than just a random Raw episode. Can I, can I say my my slight nervousness about the Fiend is 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 how well the uh, what was it called the Firefly Funhouse match went over last year? You know the John Cena one where he did the weird look back on John Cena's career and I've just got a horrible feeling they're going to do that with The Fiend versus Randy Orton again because WWE have got oh, a bit of a glutton for like oh that worked so we'll definitely just flog that to death um, and I don't want to see that I'm not sure if I well I'm not sure I'm not sure I want to see that over a match I don't want to see that and not a match if that makes sense see I'm the opposite I do want to see that I prefer that because I think that's more interesting than because Fiend matches are rubbish. I don't know when the last time there was a good Fiend match, but the Firefly Funhouse with John Cena was an interesting, decent watch. It was a payoff for long-term wrestling fans. It made sense for the Fiend character. I think with Randy Orton, you've got loads of history there that you can proper play off in the same way. And we saw Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt at like WrestleMania two or three years ago, didn't we? And it was absolutely shocking. It was a rubbish match, and they tried to do something with it, and it didn't work. So... I would easily. I'm hoping for a Firefly Funhouse match. To be honest, I don't mind if it, if that's what happens, but as long as there's then a match, or I just don't. What I don't want to do is the payoff be that because you don't. I feel like you can't set someone on fire and then the payoff be like a kind of multi-universe weird kind of throwback on Randy Orton's career. I'd like to see a bit of. I'd like to see a bit of revenge. That's my personal view. Anyway. I'd like to see a bit of bit of. Um, the comeuppance, the end of that. And I'm not sure you, I'm, unless the Firefly Funhouse takes a much darker uh, twist, I'm not sure that's that that is the comeuppance that Randy Orton deserves for burning him alive. But it I could mean, do with Randy Orton, uh, as opposed to John Cena. It, it could be darker. 
Oh yeah, it definitely could be dark. It could be darker, yeah. But like, could you could you could you murder Andy Orton in a Firefly Funhouse match? Um, buried alive, thrown yeah. in a lake. They've done all that kind of stuff before. It's all been done before. So there's there's things you know they they could do ways, and then you give Randy Orton the first three four months off of the year of of like the the WrestleMania post WrestleMania, give him until SummerSlam to come back. That's what I'm thinking. You know, that's not a bad way of ending that. And then you move him on to someone else. He would be a great competitor against whoever's got a belt at SummerSlam or something like that. Randy Orton's big enough. Would you? How would you like to see this end, Luke? Um, so I, I did also really like the Firefly Funhouse match at last year's WrestleMania. But for me, it wouldn't make sense to do that now because that was mainly Bray Wyatt rather than The Fiend. And the whole point of this feud is that it's the Fiend's payoff. And I know they're the same person, but they're not. But if you not, you know, but it just, it, it just wouldn't make sense to me for that for that to be at WrestleMania. That might come afterwards, maybe. But I think, like Joe, I think I'd rather the payoff be the Fiend in the match. That's a good point. I never thought of it that way. That Firefly Funhouse is Bray Wyatt, isn't it? That's yeah. not Fiend. As stu- and, and I know you're right. They are the same person. But you're, you, that's right in the fact that. A fiend match should be something, you know, the fiend match is the first person to burn the other one alive wins. That's a fiend match where, you know, pissing about in the Firefly Funhouse is is Bray Wyatt. So that's a fair point. I didn't think about that. So, yeah, that works. Um, Because I haven't made a prediction yet, I'm going Alexa Bliss as well. I think you're absolutely right. But like we've said, I I don't think there's going to be an end to this one. Um, Right then, the next match on our card surprised me a little bit because I thought they were really building this one for Mania. So it took a bit of a bit of a quicker turn than I believed it would do. Shame McMahon versus Braun Strowman. Um, Joe, we'll go with you first. Shame McMahon versus Braun Strowman. Where do you see this one going? Uh, WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> you, you so you don't the... think there's a finish here? Uh, I'm not sure. I think... So you, you start the podcast off by going, oh, they've just realised they've got a they've got a pay per view in a week's time, and they're getting some matches together pretty quickly. I can't help but feel they're doing that for WrestleMania also. Like WrestleMania feels slightly afterthought at the moment, although this week's Raw does get a lot of matches like lined up for it. Um, I think if anyone wins this match, it's Shane, which I think is probably. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see what your views are on that. So, I'm um, oh, sorry, you, you go, no, no, go for it. Um, see, I agree. I think this would be like a quick, probably someone wins by disqualification, and I'll probably go with Braun Strowman, based on the last, based on what happened on Raw, where he just smashed him over the head with the camera. Then I would probably, like, he, he'll probably do something similar, which will get him disqualified, which means Braun Strowman will win. And then it'll be, you know, easy build then up to WrestleMania. Um, so, so you're going Braun Strowman? Yeah. But, but uh, it, it could happen either way. I think, I think either way, it's not, it's, it's not going to be a clean match. It's just going to be something that happens to then build up to WrestleMania. It might seem like a really stupid question. Who's the face and who's the heel in this? I think they're trying to paint Vince, uh, uh, Vince <laughs> Shane as the, as the heel. They are, but they're not doing a great job of it, I don't think. And also, he's terrible at promos. Mate, he's terrible full stop. It's, this, this, this story has been genuinely awful. Like, what, I, what, what are they, I don't, I, I listen to Shane and I don't know what he's trying to achieve. Like, 
And also, like, what is the green guns for? I don't understand that. Like, yeah. It's all in, it's, it's all embarrassment and stuff. But then you look at Braun because up until this raw, you kind of looked at it going, is Braun being, is Braun overreacting? Is Braun being unreasonable? Is Braun being just like a a bit petty and a bit of a having a bit of a tantrum because he's not getting opportunities and stuff? Because I couldn't quite work out where Shane, like what Shane was supposed to be doing with it. And then you've got the best we've got is Shane keeps slightly insulting Strowman. And you're like, it's not exactly a big... If you think back to two or three years ago when it was AJ versus Shane and you had that brutal moment where AJ threw Shane through the car window and all the rest of this stuff and it really built to something where you went, this is a huge match. Where at the moment, this one is, you know, I gave you a couple of opportunities, you keep messing them up and now you're really upset about it and you're blaming me. And now what I'm going to do is just awkwardly insult you I mean that whole promo, not last week, the week, not not last Raw, the war before, where Shane just slowly walked up the ramp and said nothing. And I'm going, he's forgotten his lines. Yeah, he must have forgotten his lines because yeah. this is weird. You know, I just think it's you're looking at going. I don't really understand who's supposed to be coming off well here. I mean, I think it's got to be Shane wins this one to justify the rematch from Mania for Braun. If Braun's the face, then. He needs to be chasing. Do you know what I mean? He needs to be trying to get his revenge. So I think I think Shane wins it. But it's like you said, I mean, it's so badly written, it could go either way. Now that you've given your predictions, can I give you my exactly how it's going to finish? Just, just Absolutely to... you can. He's, Shane is going to run backstage. Ron is going to chase him. And they're going to start the count. And then Shane will make it back into the ring at like 10. And then he'll win on the base of the Braun Stupid. Um, I think the yeah, big question is how high is the how high the pirate ship that Shane's going to jump off at WrestleMania? Oh, he could come out with a cannon, mate. <laughs> I don't that get that reference. It. What does he if jump he... off high things? But yeah. What's that? Sorry, Luke. I don't get that reference. Does he jump off high things or something? Yeah, that's that's all these matches are. You're you're waiting for Shane. It's it's about twenty minutes build, and it will be twenty minutes because they like to give Shane a long time. It'll be about twenty minutes build to him just jumping off something, and inevitably, every time missing his target. Yeah because he never hits it. But it always looks very impressive what he jumps off. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets to wheel out his kids as well. That's another thing that only Shane seems to be able to do. It's just like, because he's obviously Vince McMahon's grandkids, just like randomly whenever Shane does entrance, his kids will just join him. Like, no wrestler does it. Um, but it's okay for Shane. All dressed like Shane. So all these kids dress like Shane. So that, so what, all, what they're all doing is dressing like somebody not suitable for their age. The kids are dressing too too old, and Shane's dressing far too young. So it just just all looks a bit weird. Shane, that's a genuine. I don't know. That's that. I bet he must be fifty. He must be pushing fifty, mustn't he? Let's find out for you. All right, we go. See this one. This is this this really takes me back to that movie list podcast where they like the on the fly uh, uh, <clears throat> information gathering is is pretty superb. You're talking about yourself so well, it's like seamless. <laughs> 51 years old. There you go, about 50. Not bad, really, 51 <laughs> years old. I mean, I'll take that. If I'm, if I'm anything like Shane at 50, I won't feel out of place. I won't feel like an, I won't feel like an idiot for wearing trainers. Same age as Triple H. Which, I don't know, I don't know what to do with that. But yeah, so 51 years old for Shane McMahon. But um, yeah, so I think we're definitely seeing this again. It just... I don't know why you give any of this away beforehand because there's only so much these two can do as well. Like they've not got enough in their repertoire that they're going to be able to pull out two completely different matches Mate, four why, weeks away. Why they're giving it away is because they've got no idea what to do with it 
in like they've got no idea what to do with this pay-per-view because they haven't built anything and they've gone we need to build stuff for wrestlemania but we've also got this sort of inconvenient pay-per-view in the middle like sheamus versus drew mcintyre is going i reckon 30 minutes plus on this <laughs> but i've got 100 because they need to basically make three hours worth of television here and i reckon that that fight is easily half an hour well that takes us very nicely to drew mcintyre versus sheamus hey, look at that segment. <laughs> So each of us have wild cards. The wild cards were decided right in round one. We're now on round 11. Um, but right in round one, um, we decided the wild cards. And one of the wild cards picked for Joe was Drew McIntyre. So he has to have Drew McIntyre. And me and Luke have to have Seamus. Um, so seems suitable enough, Joe. Are you happy having Drew McIntyre at Fastlane? Yeah, no way, losing. Well, that's not true. The only way he's losing is if there's like a real crappy interference from Bobby Lashley. But other than that, he's not he's not losing that much. Do you agree with that, Luke? Yeah, I, I was really trying to think of a way that Sheamus would win, but I just can't. I just can't think of anything. So, yeah, I mean, it would be a good match. Like the matches they've been put on recently have been pretty decent. So, I think it'll be a decent match. But you know, we know the like. There's no way. They've already announced that Drew McIntyre is going to be fighting Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. So it's just like, why would they then let Drew McIntyre lose? Unless, unless like Joe says, Bobby Lashley interferes at some point. But Any chance of Sheamus versus McIntyre versus Lashley? I don't think so. That's the only other way I see Sheamus winning this. Sheamus wins this and then gets added to make it a triple threat. Now, I don't think that's going to happen either, but that's the only way I see it. I think there's two reasons why you don't do that. One is they've just they've missed the chance with that because they could have had Drew versus like they could have had they could have announced Drew versus Sheamus for like the winner faces Lashley and then it's dead simple. Do you know, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like it's an easy win and and you pulled the trigger. So the, the opening graphic on Raw this week was we've got breaking news. It's Drew versus Lashley. And we're like, well, we know that's where it's going, but you've literally just shot your load like a week early there. Yeah. Like why don't you just hold back and you could just make Sheamus versus um, Drew McIntyre mean something in a, in like six days' time on a, on a card that you've got basically nothing for and then announce that the day after. It doesn't, like, it doesn't, you don't need to announce it a week early. I, I don't understand why they never made that match number one contenders match. No, nor do I. It's really weird too because they don't announce anything for Fastlane until a week before. <laughs> but for WrestleMania, it's like, oh, we're giving you this, you know, like... A month in advance. Now, I get that they're going to be selling tickets for Mania, and it's the one that they want people to show up to. But let's face it, it's WrestleMania. They've they've only got quarter capacity at, at Raymond James Stadium anyway. They're not going to struggle to sell tickets. They're not going to struggle to sell pay-per-view buys. No one's going, should I? Shouldn't I? Oh, McIntyre versus Lashley? Oh, here's my 60 quid. No one's doing that. So It's very, very optimistic. I was thinking for pay-per-view. Pay-per-view, though. Oh, sorry, you mean, oh, watch it on TV. I thought you meant ticket. I was going to be like No, that. I mean tickets. T- people people buying tickets are going. People, that yeah. they, 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 they sell out before you even know who the matches are. I mean, they usually sell out about 12 months in advance, to be completely honest with you. So, you know, and, and if they're doing it for pay-per-view buys, that ain't going to swing it. So why why not do exactly what you two have said? Why not have a, a number one contenders match? Make this matter. I mean, the other question I was going to ask is, do you reckon there'll be a, stipu- a, a match gimmick do you think there'll be a type of match because i know i know someone something i read said last man standing might be the way forward but i know we've only just had that with owens versus versus reigns you think they could do something else with this 
They could do, but they'd have announced it by now, wouldn't they? Surely. I I I don't think it's necessary. I think I think those two can actually just wrestle really well, and I think the fights we've seen on Raw recently have been really good. So I I would just I would just let them get on with it, basically. Yeah, I would let them get on with it. Boxing fans, you don't want dull stats, you don't want so-called experts, you want a boxing podcast by fans for the fans, you want From the Canvas, a boxing podcast you'd make with your boxing mates but don't have to because we have From the Canvas, download or stream wherever you get your podcasts. Take it down a little side route to do a to do a Joe deviation um, while we're talking McIntyre Sheamus, what are your thoughts on how they've booked Lashley so far and everything with the Miz and everything, because we, we, we haven't had a recording for the last couple of weeks. Um, obviously, since then, we've had the Miz, we've had Lashley, we've had all of that stuff. Luke, happy with how they've built Lashley? Do you think they've made him strong enough for McIntyre at WrestleMania? Um, so I like how they've rebranded him, but not rebranded him. So I like his new, new kind of entrance and how flashy he is and... You know that little package before he makes him look really solid, but actually his matches with Miz made him look a bit weak. I thought I thought the Miz like got in there quite a bit and like, hurt him a little bit, which I wouldn't have expected. So I'd, I'd have expected them to have booked him stronger than they have. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 fairly happy. I mean, I thought they would have done it a fast lane to be honest, but they obviously did it early. Fair enough, Joe. Agree. Happy with Lashley being booked. Think he's big enough for McIntyre. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just resigned to the fact that we're not going to get anything special for WrestleMania. Ben, you called. It, I mean, the one thing you've called right this year. Uh, <laughs> Easy. That's a bit harsh, but go on then. Uh, just I'll still take the praise. Just doing the base of the league table, mate. Um. Yeah. The um. The one thing you've called correctly this year was that actually WrestleMania is going to be a bit. It's not going to have the usual star power that I think it it it, it often gets, or or nowhere near the same. And I think. When your headline is going to be Lashley versus uh, Drew McIntyre, I think unfortunately that says that 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 kind of shows that. I, I, don't, I don't think either of them have done badly this year, but there's just no, there just doesn't seem the star, there doesn't seem as much star power as there could be on this show, in my opinion. I think you usually you're waiting for the big return, like you said, you're waiting for the part timer. Now, arguably, you've got Edge as that part timer, though he, I don't think he wants to be known as that. We've got Big Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is going to be wrestling at WrestleMania without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Okay, so Bad Bunny will be there probably. I think it'll be him and him and Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison is the rumor I've heard, unless yeah, anything else changes. That was very evident from uh, Raw this week. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, have you heard about Bad Bunny's contributions to WWE? So no, have no. you heard that he's outsold? He sold um, no no word of a lie. Something close to half a million worth pounds worth of merch for his t-shirts alone, outstripping Roman Reigns, who sold something like $12,000 worth of merch. I mean, I've, I've never heard of him, so I don't understand who all these people that know who he is. He's, he's, he's obviously, I don't know if we're just like 10, maybe even 20 years too old for, for Bad Bunny. But I mean, just, I, did he, I think he won a Grammy um, he, this yeah. week as well. So he's Grammy winner as well. So they've done, and, and from what I've heard, Bad Bunny's actually at the Performance Center He's working with decent wrestlers. He's putting in a shift. People have said that he's not treating this lightly. It's not just a cheap payday. He's there every week on Raw. He's putting the work in. So I'm hoping we're not going to see... I'm hoping we're seeing more like... Um, 
I'm trying to think of a good celebrity who's come in and wrestled. I'm struggling to find one. I'm hoping we're not seeing so much Tyson Fury and we're seeing more Pat McAfee. I think that's hopefully what we're going to look for more, but we'll see. I think you can get away with a few big spots from him in a tag team match. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. I think you're putting a lot of pressure on. You were putting a lot of pressure on Tyson Fury to come and deliver us a one-on-one match against uh, Braun Strowman. Whereas if you've got Damian Priest doing most of the heavy lifting, I think Bubba and you'll fit in there nicely. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so now we're going to go on to some belts. Some belts are actually going to be defended on Fast Lane, three in total, and we go for one of the most random, but I think fairly well built matches, to be honest, which is Big E versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental Championship. Now, the last time the three of us were talking, which was the um, results show for Elimination Chamber, we'd had a, we'd had the first look at Apollo Crews as a... Is he a Nigerian prince? I don't know if he's going Nigerian prince, but it's something along those lines. So the first look at his Nigerian heritage... And to be fair to him, he's gone from something that I thought was going to be an absolutely shocking gimmick to looking fairly impressive. And what he did on SmackDown last week, he looked, you know, it looked, it looked, it was a new Apollo Crews for me. And I was thinking Big E versus Apollo Crews could be an absolutely solid match. And I'm going to throw in with my um, prediction straight away. I think Apollo Crews has got to take it off Big E. I think you've got to give it to Apollo Crews at this point. What do you think, Luke? Um... I can see that happening, but again, I think that might happen at WrestleMania, or I don't know. I could, I could see this again, this ending by disqualification or something. So I, I think Big E will retain in at Fastlane, um, but it could, it could go either way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, like you say, it's been, it's, it has out of all the Fastlane matches, this one's probably been built the best. But that's probably saying something about the rest. That's true. Yeah, this is <laughs> this, that's not high praise, is it? That's no. not. I mean, what have you thought? Do you think Apollo Crews is better for being a heel? You know, even if you look past the Nigerian Prince stuff, maybe. Do you think he's better for now than than he was before? Yeah, I think he, yeah, because he was a terrible face. So, again, I think he's just a better heel than he is a face. But, yeah, I'm not sure about the gimmick. It was a bit weird when he walked out with the two soldiers and the the weird spear thing. I mean, that was a bit strange. And then, like, how he just changed his voice. Um, But... Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go with it for now. It's better than the old Apollo Crews. Uh, yeah, but, but again, not high praise. Not no. like a massive bar to jump, is it, to be fair? What do we think, Joe? Big E versus Apollo Crews, what you got? Deciding vote. Uh, I'm going to go Apollo. I've just realised how much WWE loves a hand weapon as well um, <laughs> in this conversation. Because we've got, we've got, literally we've got one guy coming out doing a fake bow and arrow. We've got another guy with a sword, and we've got another guy with a spear. Like, it's unbelievable, isn't it, really? Um, and I, that, that hadn't crossed my mind until... Luke Do we count Bianca Belair's hair? Um, I mean, you can do, if you want. If that, makes, if, that, if, that, if that strengthens my point, I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's storm of life right there. Um, I, I, I'm pleased that the Apollo cruise... Um, new look is uh it was was his own idea apparently and he's the one that's been pushing that it makes me feel a lot better about it than if he's being asked to do that which then makes me feel really dirty um yeah i i think it's all right i i'm, I'm still not that impressed with it i still think it's a bit paint by numbers to be honest it's a bit like what we're gonna do with this guy 
oh, we can make him a Nigerian. Like, he's going to be very, he could be Nigerian. Okay, so he's just, let's just bang out as many Nigerian things we can think of quite quickly. Um, and, I'm, and I'm sort of still, I'm still put off by the fact that his name is Apollo Cruz, which is not, Niger- you know, Apollo Cruz was the name given to him because it was a mixture of Apollo Creed from Aladdin and Terry Cruz, the film person, the film star, which which makes sense. That's not true. That's, that is true. So Apollo Creed from Rocky. Yeah. And, and Terry, and Terry Cruz. I'm not having that. Where have you heard that? <laughs> when are you doing? When are you doing independent research in Apollo Cruz? <laughs> Quite a lot since, ever, ever since Luke's been talking about his outfits a few months ago. I can't, I can't, ha- I can't help it now. Can I say that is one thing I'm disappointed about? Like he's lo- he's lost his tiny pants, hasn't he? He's I was going to say I, I was wondering how you'd feel about the fact he's wearing more layers. Yeah, but but he's, added ta- that. he's added like green tassels to his arm to his outfit. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so back on to topic. Um, yeah, look that up, Ben. That's true. Apparently, fair enough. But true, true, true. Potentially not true. Um, but also, yeah, um, the, the name still annoys me, and um, he's. But he might. But I think he will be bigger, and I think they'll probably have a rematch at WrestleMania because what they're going to build that's better than this in four weeks. That's fair. Maybe injure him even more on SmackDown, and then he's going in her, and then at WrestleMania it's a fight. You know, it's a clean, fully fit Big E versus fully Nigerian Apollo Cruz. I still, I think, just just spoilers for if that is the match. I still think you have to give it to Apollo Cruz as well at Mania. I think he's on the upward trajectory, and Biggie is just absolutely not stagnating in a bad way. But he's swimming now. He's he's where he needs to be. If anything, you could maybe push Biggie a bit further up the card away from this belt, which is where I think a lot of people thought he was going to be. To be honest, by this point, I know he was one of the favourites for winning the Rumble. So, you know, maybe this is this this could boost Biggie that bit further because even his promo. On last last week's SmackDown, I was impressed with that. It was yeah, decent. I was it was a different side to Biggie. It was really good. I think um, Biggie could be an outside bet for the Money in the Bank as well. That's a great shout. Uh, there's it, well, they never have a face Money in the Bank really, and, and and there's an obvious reason for that. But I feel like Biggie could pull it off. You know what? I'm, we'll make a note of it, and then you can have that as your prediction. I, I mean, I picked someone else last last month. Yeah, probably. Well, it's usually a rumble. It's usually the I rumble think, winner you predict around about WrestleMania, mate. I think I picked Adam Cole last. Um, I think I picked Adam Cole last month for the for the um, Money in the Bank. So I reckon by the time we get to the Money in the Bank, I'll have picked all, at least all six participants. <laughs> to be fair though, if you've guessed all six participants by the time we get to Money in the Bank, you've done well anyway. Yeah, that yeah. means Dave. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, we'll give you that. We'll, you, yeah. Um, okay then, so we'll move on. Big E versus Apollo Cruz. Uh, we both, uh, most of us think Apollo Cruz versus Luke thinking Big E, but I think it's definitely a rematch of Mania. Right, the next belt is the Women's Tag Team Championship, or at least the uh, Raw and SmackDown Women's Tag Team Championship. It's Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Um, again, it's wildcard rules, and Joe has been predicting massive things for Shayna Baszler for at least 18 months now, if not a little bit longer. And had her as his wild card, thought it was a surefire bet. And she's finally coming good with a, with a, with a bit of a belt, running actual some pay-per-view matches. So Joe's got to have Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, how are you feeling about that one, Joe? Happy? Upset? Do you think that's the way it's going to go? Mm, I think... 
I think this is a difficult one to call, to be honest. I'm a bit 50-50. I mean, I I don't think Bianca and Sasha need the belt, personally. I I don't know why you would give it to them. Apart from, I think WWE really likes the optics of having the tag team champions then fighting on WrestleMania as well. Um, and And they referred to that. They referred to it. I think, I think, I think Shane is probably the favourite in this match because you've got the weird like little love story between Nia Jackson and Reginald. Um, uh, I, I, I'm gonna, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really understand Reginald. If I'm honest, it's not for me. It's not for me that storyline. Let's put it that way. I don't get why he's still there. I, I think for me, this just reeks of like they're still not what they're doing. Because he was with Carmelo for a while, and then he was with like Sasha Banks, and then like he's just gone to Nia Jack. Like it just feels like they just don't know what they're doing with this whole ta- women's tag team division. He definitely which has be- a type, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a that is a that is a mixed bag. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not hey it, it, every, every everyone to their own right, but that is a, that is a mixed bag. You you you're not wrong. I'll give you that. You're not wrong. Wrestlers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he, he likes athletic women. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything there. We'll, we'll move swiftly on. So, um, Luke, happy. where do you think this is going then? Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler. Um, Joe thinks 50-50. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think the same, to be honest. I think if, if, if I had free choice, I think I would pick Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, just because I don't know why he'd give Sasha Banks and Bianca Blair the belts, to be honest. Um, but there's no really, there's no real storylines anywhere, and they haven't really done anything with Sasha Banks and Bianca Blair yet, have they? So, I mean, the only the only thing I could think of as to the, why they're given the belts is if they then lost them straight away, which would then cause the rift, the build up to WrestleMania. Like I could see that happening. Um, you know, if they lost the belts in a future episode of SmackDown or something, but. Yeah, if I had to pick, I'd go Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not unhappy with Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. I think it's. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler. I've got to have Belair and Sasha Banks because of the wild card. But I think Nia Jackson, and Shayna win this. I think Reginald plays his part and helps Nia Jackson, and Shayna win. I think Belair and Sasha end up falling out even further because they can't win. I think you do that break that Luke's talking about at Fastlane. My only concern is where on earth do you take these belts afterwards? Because, I mean, if, if, if you're looking at who's the number one contender's going to be, is it going to be Belair and Sasha Banks, or is it going to be Natalia and Tamina? You're like, what, what are we doing in this division? Or, or Lana and Naomi. Or, exactly. And then you look at the fact that what you could have done, and, I'm, I, you know, we can take a quick detour, but what you could have done actually, which I thought they were going to do to be fair was put this belt, these belts, the, the, the actual women's tag team belts in NXT leading up to WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you put it down in there. They'd be on NXT for a bit where they've now actually got genuine, believable, decent tag teams. They could have had a decent feud leading up to take over. Then the winners of that go on to WrestleMania with the belts that you could actually build and make fairly I mean, prestigious might be a bit much, but fairly respectable. But instead, what they did was when I know what we need more women's tag team belts. 
I mean, I just don't. I just, I mean, to be fair, it's probably helped NXT because it distances them from this even further. It makes them much more their own self-contained brand. But I just don't know where you go next with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I mean, the only way you actually go for WrestleMania is if you split them up. But then what else do you do from there? It's it's absolutely bizarre. I mean, any any thoughts on Nia Jax versus Shayna, ba- uh, Shayna Baszler and where they're going and what's happening in WrestleMania? Any clues? The answer can be no. I mean, they've been teasing a little bit, like Shayna getting an old Reginald. I don't know if that's the route to go down in terms of... I don't know. It's, a bit, it's just a bit poor, isn't it? To be honest, like you say, it's just... Yeah, I do think Shane is playing the role of I, I, I'm, I'm above this really well. Like when you watch her coming down the ramp with Reginald and Nia, and she's just looking like, what am I a part of? Like what, what? Like I was a monster on NXT. I was someone that was ripping through people. Like I was, you know, as much as 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 we keep saying about Joe Tippener for 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 greatness for this last year, there was a reason for that. We thought Shayna was going to be the top of the card, but. What have they done with her? What have they, you know, when she's the third wheel in a story where Reginald and Nia Jax are getting on? That's not that we're not we're not going well there, are we? Do you know what I mean? Well, I feel that's I mean that's nicely to say, mate. I feel like we've had a bit of, we've had a few home truths here. I can't have, <laughs> I can't have but feel like that that's that, that 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 me having a wild card with her has been butchered on every episode of this podcast. You know, I, I don't, you know, if you if you're listening, guys, if you're listening, aren't you? And you've You've got a bit of free time on your hands in lockdown. Just go back and see how many times I've had the piss ripped out of me by Ben for him to turn around at the end and go, you were right, Joe. Yeah, but to be fair, Joe, like how many times has she won for you? That's how not- many times she be on pay-per-views, mate? How many times she been on pay-per-views? She can't win if she ain't fighting. That's... Hey, let's not let's not semantics here. Let's if just... we had the time, I've literally got the answers in front of me. I could go through. I mean, we will do them later, but, you know, we, we, we haven't got... Yeah, so... I mean, right. I, I'm, I'm not one to... Um, Take the Mickey out of wild cards anyway. So, so what are we going to do then? So, where are we going with this? Right. So, WrestleMania, we're going to have presumably Asuka versus Charlotte, and maybe Rhea Ripley in there as well. As like a, as like a, you know, make it a three-way because there's a bit of story all round. What is going on? They've they promoted her coming to Raw for like four weeks now. She still hasn't turned up. Because they've got nothing for her yet. Like, <laughs> there's only two ways of doing it. She comes up and challenges someone big, or she shows up and has an enhancement match which we don't need. You don't, you know, Rhea Ripley's already been on the show. We don't need to show them. I, mean, I suppose you, there's got to be new viewers from a year ago or whatever, but, you know, it depends what you want to do with her. I think it's because they've literally got nothing for her to do yet. So, yeah. be intrigued to see. I mean, I'm really hoping she gets something big. I'm also really hoping, you know, Asuka keeps the bell or gets a WrestleMania match because they've got a really bad habit of taking stuff off Asuka just before WrestleMania. It's it, it got it got announced last couple of weeks that the you know as we called it the match going into WrestleMania was supposed to be Lana versus Charlotte for the title with Ric Flair in Lana uh, not Lana sorry Lacey, Lacey versus Charlotte for the title with the with Rick in Lacey's corner and you got you look at that and go you were going to take the belt off Asuka for that it's just it, you know so I'm hoping Asuka still gets to play her part. I've come, I've, I've, come up with, I've come up with a solution, Ben, for your question. I think you put Shayna versus Nia on NXT TakeOver. I mean, that's going to take some explaining. Against the NXT Women's Tag Team Champion. Oh, I see. Sorry, yeah. I thought you, I thought no, you meant I mean, Nia Jax versus Shayna. So no, Nia Jax and Shayna versus, yeah. Yeah, I think you just go like, it didn't end. 
as it should have done. We need to prove our point here. Let's have a... And then you can get them away from WrestleMania because they shouldn't be anywhere near WrestleMania. No, but why would they do that if they think the, why would they have created new belts for that? Mate, why would why would Shane McMahon pour green paint on Braun Strowman? Like, we got we got we got enough time. To, we got enough, you can ask as many questions as you want, mate. We have got enough time to solve this. We got enough time. We got, we got enough time to solve this, my friend. Oh, we're looking for logic. Never look for logic. Um, let's move on to a story that's actually been well told. Let's move on to a story that I think is probably the best told story in in WWE at the minute. The Universal Championship over on SmackDown. It's Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan with a potential special enforcer. And I think we'll get onto the special enforcer. Well, it might play part of your predictions as we go forward. Um, again, it's it's wild cards. This time, my wild card, I've got to have Roman Reigns um, as the champion. And I can't say I'm very disappointed in that, to be honest with you. I do not see a situation where Roman Reigns is not winning this match. Um it's going to be a great match. I think it's definitely main event without a doubt. It's, it's worthy of main event. And it's actually a really, usually what happens on fast lane is you get a lot of what the rest of this card is, which is filler matches or matches building clearly to WrestleMania and almost like a glorified raw or SmackDown. This is a really good chapter in a story that might not necessarily go the way we think it does for WrestleMania. So um, I'm going, definitely going Roman Reigns. I think before I say any further of what I might think happened, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll throw it across. Luke, Reigns versus Brian, who are you having? Well, I'm, I'm having Brian, mate, because I've, I've got to. <laughs> but if you didn't have to. <laughs> no, if I, um, yeah, no, look, there's no, there's, again, a bit like the Drew McIntyre Sheamus match, I was trying to think of any reason as to why they give it to Daniel Bryan, but I just can't. I don't understand why they would, give, would like, take it off Roman Reigns. So, yeah, I think Roman Reigns is winning all day long, to be honest. I have, I have got a question about Special Enforcer. What is it? Because <laughs> I have no idea. Um, special Enforcer is usually somebody who is there to ensure the match finishes clean or the match finishes properly. It's usually put in when two competitors are so ferociously against each other, there's no way it can finish like it should do. So I think in the past we've had, was it Steve Austin versus... Um, uh, Shawn Michaels and the special enforcer was Mike Tyson randomly. Um, or you've got, I can't think of any other special enforcers. It's bad that I've had to go that far back. I can't think of any other. I don't think there's been anyone. I don't think there's been anything memorable in terms of special enforcers because I think they're usually on things like, uh, on like Raw and stuff. I, don't, I can't, I'm, I'm really struggling to think who, who else there's been. Um, but yeah, you're right. They're like basically like an extra referee on the outside. Um, it usually means that the referee is going to get a referee bump at some point as well. Uh, that's that's usually a, that's usually a golden rule with special enforcers. Uh, I imagine what will happen is it might be a referee bump, and then Jay Uso might try and get involved, and then Edge might take out Jay Uso. That's like potentially where it's going to go. Not 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 sure. For for, for my two cents on it, Edge is a hundred percent going to be the special enforcer here. What what what's the point in him not being the special enforcer? What's the point in losing to Jay Uso on SmackDown when he's meant to be being built for the world title? I don't think it's beyond the round of possibility that either this match doesn't get a proper ending or Roman Reigns leaves but doesn't lose. The- belt like loses but doesn't lose the belt in some way i'm not quite sure how that would work um i think you could get daniel i think daniel Bryan might get added to this make it triple threat i 
I think Edge is costing Daniel Bryan. Okay. I think that's where you go with this. And then you've either got... Because the problem with WrestleMania and the problem with the Royal Rumble winner is because you know too far in advance, it's very difficult to keep momentum. Because there's only so much you can do with the two people you know are going to face each other and can't face each other for three months or something stupid. Where if you do Edge cost Brian because he wants to face Reigns, which is the story they've kind of been telling, you could actually tell Brian versus Edge for four weeks and not necessarily tell Reigns versus Edge. Do you get what I mean? Like, that's the story you tell. And then it could be even built to actually the week before WrestleMania, one of us is going to be the person that faces him. Who's it going to be that kind of thing? Or you could even end up with Brian versus Edge versus Reigns at the end. And then, you know, you've definitely got a face lifting that belt. No matter what happens, Reigns is losing at WrestleMania, unfortunately. Because I think if you've got a crowd, second night, fireworks going off like they're going to want, you know, that WrestleMania moment, you have Edge or Brian lift that belt. Um, but I think it's definitely Edge costing Brian. So I think that's how it's going to go. Any thoughts, Luke? Yeah, no, I, I, can, I can see that happening, to be honest. I think, yeah, I, 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 a bit like you, what you enjoy saying, I can't see Jay Uso being the special enforcer. Edge can cost Brian. And yeah, just, yeah, exactly what you're saying, basically. Fair <laughs> enough. I don't know how we get to it, but I really believe that Brian will be in that. It will be a triple threat at WrestleMania. I don't know. It doesn't matter how we get to it, but I think that's what's going to happen. If we're jumping ahead slightly, very slightly, if you did have Edge, Brian, Reigns, is there any chance you'd give that to Brian? Uh, I think um, either you give it to Edge and Brian takes the pin. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But I think I think Roman because I think you really want Roman to have the belt, don't you? And but you want the moment of Edge getting the belt, so you could easily have it like, you know, Edge gets it for for a month, and then he fights Roman again one on one, and Roman wins it back. Or like you know, it might be that might be a bit crap, but you know, you could do something with you could do something with that. But I think if you're thinking of the optics of a, I keep saying optics, but you know, the optics of the WrestleMania moment is Edge wins the second night fireworks go off he's been out for 12 years what a comeback yeah. right you're about to get your speared up like you're about to get your ass speared yeah that's fair. yeah I, I, can say, I can say that to be fair because it protects roman reigns and doesn't it, in, in the loss yeah and then you've got a ready-made feud going out of wrestlemania which they always always struggle with okay now it's over to you listening at home there will be a form it will be in the podcast description it's your chance to win official WWE merch. There are six matches to predict. You're going up against the three of us and the PredictCast universe. See what I did there? WWE universe. Right, we'll move on. Um, all you've got to do is get involved. It's completely free and you win WWE. You can win potentially WWE merch. And also be sure to follow, subscribe, whatever they're calling it now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. because in two weeks' time, we've got our Fastlane prediction show and then it might even have to be a double episode to be honest with you because it won't be long before we're actually predicting the final of round of season two of the wrestling predict cast wrestlemania and we'll be crowning very close to crowning our second ever predict cast champion and it might not be joe disappointing <laughs> thank I mean, you very much for me <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I'm not saying it'll be either of us two either, Luke. I'm just saying it, it probably won't be Joe. 
Um, right then, we will uh, see you all in two weeks for the Fast Lane Results Show. And hopefully we've seen a fantastic pay-per-view. And uh, me and Luke have got some points back. Thank you very much, fellas. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate.